Fairy Podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Savannah. And we are your ghost hosts. This week, we're talking about El Chupacabra. Referred to as the blood-sucking cryptid, this dog-like predator stands out as one of the more contemporary cryptids in our midst. But watch out. Just because it has recently emerged doesn't mean it's any less scary. Keep your livestock close and keep an eye out for El Chubacabra. Oh, how fun. Savannah, yes. you sick, sick little puppy. <laughs> tell the <laughs> listeners, tell them. Listen, tell them what they can expect. I, from where I am in Indiana, we have the worst air quality imaginable like every day right next to the ohio river (laughs) exactly it's like very above moderate and i'm like well that's probably not really healthy so i think it's just a really bad cold i'm not contagious according to medical people so (laughs) all is well i'm just gonna have a really sexy voice for the el chupacabra episode i love love that Mm -hmm. um i also agree that it's very sexy so (laughs) Thank you. We're all excited oh, for this episode, Sab. Wow. Just say El Chupacabra one more time. El Chupacabra. Oh my gosh. What kind of episode are we about to have? This is, this is a freaky one. We're about to see a spike in our uh, listener engagements. <laughs> We're just hitting a whole other target audience right now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, before we kind of get into things, I just want to give a little bit of a shout out. If you are in the mood for some spine-tingling thrills this season, Hiccup Relievers by Mario Lavelle might just be the book for you. This book is a series of short horror stories, each one like spine-shivering in their own way, and you can dive into a world of diverse and creative scary tales. My personal favorite um, was The Obituary Killer, and Savannah... Mine was We Interrupt Your Regular Program. Both so spooky. Um, there's so many stories. Yes. It's, yeah. And um, if you want, you can order a copy on Amazon right now. Just a little plug. You know how it is. Spooky time. We want people to get their spooks on. Exactly. We're just trying to set you in the mood. We don't have much time. Do you hear us? We have not much time to get you ready for Halloween. Absolutely. I 100% agree. And go get this book. And by the way, go buy um, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, too, if you haven't already. That should be on your bookshelf. The time is nigh. It's the nigh. It's nigh. <laughs> um, so back to the, back to our episode after that little plug. Um, Savannah, you know on this podcast, we like balance. We do. We like it. Oh, my gosh. We, we love it so much. We love it. Last week, it was a little heavy. It was. it was a little, yeah. It was a little too. Um, I don't know. It was just. It was very sad, bottoms. very cringy, and I had to go in every room with a light on. Like I had to turn oh, on every no. light in the house and turn it back off. Like that's how much it scared me. Oh, I know. I'm like sad, but or... season for it. I know. Um, it was. It was. What I was thinking of is one too many lobotomies, you know? Lobotom- oh, yeah. yeah. Several, mm-hmm. like thousands more than necessary. <laughs> yes. yeah. Absolutely. So we wanted to do something a little bit more lighthearted this yes, week. Yes, blood sucking. <laughs> blood sucking. Livestock. <laughs> um, 
and there's not too many gory details of this episode, but Savannah informed me before we started recording that she has a funny story about La Chupacabra. So I was like in the back seat. I'm probably like 15 and my mom's driving and we're on our way to Tennessee. And my mom starts freaking, she's screaming and we're, we're going down this highway we're going fast. She's screaming. She's like hitting the brakes. She's like Mm -hmm. screaming. And I'm like, what is going on? What's happening? She pulls over the car. She goes, Savannah, I just saw a herd of chupacabras. Never (laughs) once has my mom ever mentioned chupacabras in our life. Never (laughs) once has she said them. And I was like, how do you know what they look like? And she goes, well, they're like just little dog things with like pointy ears. And she's like, and I saw a herd of them. And I was like, I don't think they travel in herds. Not that I knew at the time. But she swore that there there's herds of chupacabras in Tennessee, and she'd be really upset if I didn't share that there are some in Tennessee. So they're just out. They're not like in, in anywhere in particular, but the side of the road, apparently, according just to my the mom. side of the road, just the side of the road, a herd of them. They travel. Ten- she said 20. There was at least 20 out there. And that's Did why you see it. I didn't see anything. <laughs> Well, Tennessee listeners, you heard it here. Be on the lookout for the chupacabras. Okay. She still talks about it now. It freaks her out. Really? Yeah. No way. A whole herd of them. (gasps) Oh my gosh. I feel like I need to hear this story from her too. She'll call me a liar. She'll be like, Savannah, you know what you saw. I didn't see anything. She swears (laughs) that a Sasquatch grabbed the back of her car too, but like. I believe it. No Any Sasquatch story, I believe, though. I'm so I mean, gullible as Sasquatch. swears that a Sasquatch was running up on her car and just grabbed the back of her car. She swears it. And this was this in was Tennessee. In no, oh, this in, in Indiana. Indiana. She okay. said, but she's seen weird, weird shit in Tennessee. Because, of course, like Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, like all of them have the weird stuff. But Indiana has Sasquatches. And she saw... One tried to grab the back of her car enough to make her stop her car. Swears it was it in a parking lot no, on the this road. Is, no, this was also by the side of the road. Um, Classic. And she's driving fast down yet mm-hmm. another road. And she well, Bigfoot are they're fast. I, can they travel sixty miles an hour? Probably they got. Have you seen their <laughs> muscly legs? My goodness! Yes, but I figure muscle slower. Um, I feel like muscle makes you go faster. Yeah, but right? if they're heavy. Yeah, but like in proportion to the rest of the, uh, I don't know things about speed. I just realized this. <laughs> I don't know. I, I figured it when I see Olympic runners, they have muscular, but skinnier legs. Okay, and- but I'm skinnier than Zach and Zach is much faster than me. So, I'll have to see all race. We raced. We raced multiple times because I was like, no way he's faster than me. Who that judged boy can run? We did. Well, I it was clear that he was the winner. It was, he, we'll race no. again. You have to have a referee. Zach, we're racing again. I'll beat you again. Oh no, he <laughs> said he's gonna beat me. <laughs> oh no, there's just no way. But no, there's Sasquatch and Chupacabras, and they all live within three three hours of me. I believe it. Um, well, I didn't see any reportings in Tennessee <laughs> during sure? my research, mostly Texas. 
Okay. And like in Puerto Rico, but um she's gonna call sure. flyers. Yeah. <laughs> she's gonna be such a hater of this episode because she knows she should, what she saw. She still swears it. She should publish an article so that we can use it as a reference. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Indiana woman sees heard of chupacabras. <laughs> That's amazing. A d- over a decade ago. Yes. Well, Sav, are you ready to dive in? Let's dive in. Descriptions of the chupacabra vary widely, but those who've encountered it often speak of its terrifying features. Savannah, like, whenever you think chupacabra, what do you think it looks like? So my mom said it looks like, she said that it it looked like kind of a meerkat. Because it was standing like up in it, in size too. Yes, but it ha- but it had pointy ears and glowing eyes. Does she know how small meerkats are? <laughs> They're so small. They're but like she's like she was looking at it. Well, you know, like when you're driving down the highway, like the distance mm-hmm. of a corn field to the mm-hmm. road. She was looking at it from that far, so like it could have been as big as a groundhog at that point. But like a groundhog is still small for a chupacabra. <laughs> so this is just what Heather says. Okay, but like okay, this okay, is the yeah. only thing I've got to reference it to. But if they have long, pointy ears and glowing mm-hmm. eyes, mm-hmm. and they stand up like this, like okay. this, like they're gonna nice. hunch over you. Okay, I like it. I like it. Well, many people report of its glowing red eyes that seem to pierce through the darkness and its glistening fangs and claws that give it almost a nightmarish quality. Mm. It's known to lurk deep in the forest, striking fear in the heart of residents who live near wooded areas. Or cornfields. Or Tennessee. (laughs) (laughs) The name Chubacabra actually means goat sucker in Spanish, um, which perfectly encapsulates the gruesome reputation it has as a blood-sucking predator. Oh my gosh. However, these creatures are not biased and will devour more than just goats. They are known to prey on cattle, chickens, pigs, dogs, sheep, cats, and even peacocks. Um. I know, right? It's it's got a large palate. Immaculate taste for like peacock, and I'm sure it, peacock it is expensive. Filet mignon. <laughs> These monsters are said to attack farm animals and drain them of their blood. Some witnesses claim that it even looks like these found animal bodies were cut open with a knife, like surgical precision. When describing the chupacabra's appearance. There are a few common elements that. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I see four to five feet, and that's not what Heather said. At that's all. not what Heather said. There's a few common elements that people usually mention. Chupacabras aren't huge by any means. They're not Bigfoot size. They're not running ten feet tall. Uh, most people claim they're about like average size of a dog, but some accounts say that creatures. Can the creatures can stand up to four to five feet tall, which is so much bigger than a meerkat. It's can you please look up how tall a meerkat is? Yes, hold on. Or is it like inches? eight inches? Oh, that's like the size of a subway sandwich. No way. Oh, oh my god, gosh. she's so unhinged. I'm gonna tell her. I'm gonna be like, I know for a fact, she probably is taller than that. 
she just saw meerkats that's it was tennessee like a a herd of them yes glowing a herd of meerkats in tennessee yeah they just got a hold of some bad air yeah exactly um the chupacabra signature features are its piercing red eyes and its sharp fangs but here's where it gets interesting some people say that it walks around on two legs, kind of like a creepy humanoid, while others say that it scampers around on all fours like a dog. Some even claim that it bounces around like a kangaroo. So it's like, oh. it's very different. Um, And when it comes to skin and fur, it's kind of a mixed bag. Some describe it as scaly reptilian skin and others say it's covered in fur. Like I've heard like short gray fur Mm. and these variations only add to like the mystery of what a chupacabra really (laughs) is and probably its most distinct feature savannah is its pronounced backbone it literally has like sharp spines sticking out of its skin and i've attached a picture two different pictures actually for you Um, these will be posted on our social media a prehistoric dog this is the dog that the mm-hmm. dinosaurs roamed around with. It's the dinosaur pet. The dinosaur pet, exactly. This thing looks mm-hmm. very mean, but the nails are nailing. Like, they're just banging. Oh. Those mm-hmm. are some long, long It nails. looks like it has a fin, almost, with its spine spikes. What about the next picture? Give it a little description. Oh, my. Um... <laughs> This one's a scrappy fella. He's been in a fight. He's got mm-hmm. some missing ear flesh. Um, I don't like this one as much as the first one. Really? I prefer the second one. I think the second one's like creepier and like cooler almost. Well, more original. I don't know. I feel like this is the closest thing to Heather's version is the front is the top one, but this one, yeah. this guy, this is the one that walks around. This is the mm-hmm. one. It reminds me of Professor Lupin from the movie. Oh my gosh. That's from exactly the... what it looks like. Harry Potter. Yes. Yes. And, the Prisoner, um, the of, Prisoner Azkaban. of Azkaban. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Amen. Absolutely. Yes. You're so right. But it is. Like... It's Lupin. It's Lupin. Ears. We found him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, he's like a dark gray, Charcoal gray, some might say. No, no. Urbane bronze. Urbane bronze. Um, the nails on this are also nailing. Oh, yeah. The teeth are teething, but no red eyes. Sing doesn't got no lips. No lips. <laughs> he has no lips. Well, not all cryptids are relics from the past. So unlike Bigfoot. And the Loch Ness Monster and other infamous cryptids, the first Chupacabra sighting actually didn't even happen until 1995 in Puerto Rico. What? Yes. Yeah. 1995. I thought they were part of like, I don't know, like Hispanic, Latino, Mm -hmm. Latina X, like heritage, like the Chupacabra. I didn't realize that it had only existed like almost 30 years yeah it's it's so interesting so i saw some things saying like oh it goes back to the 1970s but the first report was in 1995 which is crazy that was only like a few years before you and i were born Mm -hmm. so she's a new cryptid she's new um 
And now tales of this creature have been spread throughout Mexico and the U.S. Southwest um, and even China. So let's take a look at the very first reportings of the Chupacabra. Picture this. The year is 1995. Can't picture it. Wasn't there. Puerto Rico, Savannah. Puerto Rico. Summertime. A wave of livestock killings shook the small town in Puerto Rico. The Chupacabra was held responsible for a series of attacks on goats, sheep, and other domestic animals. With the unsettling detail that the victims were left behind as lifeless, blood-drained carcasses. Early eyewitness accounts painted a vivid picture of a creature that stood upright resembling a massive reptilian kangaroo, complete with oversized, menacing red eyes. And some like reports had said it possibly had wings. We don't know. Despite the curiosity and intense investigation that followed, no tangible evidence or specimens were found in the 1995 era. But sightings were still reported. A 25-year-old college student, and I am just bad at pronouncing names, so I might need your help, Savannah. I might mess this up. If I do, I'm sorry. You're okay. Michelle Negron, right? Yeah, that's that's Negron. Michelle, okay. Michelle Negron is one of the 15 residents in Canavanas who had claimed to have an encounter with the beast. Negron was quoted saying, I was looking off the balcony one night and saw it step out of a bright light in the backyard. It was about three or four feet tall, with skin like that of a dinosaur. It had bright red eyes the size of hen's eggs, long fangs, and multicolored spikes down its back and head. Mm-hmm. Hen's eggs? Hen's. That's huge. So, it's a massive. Old... Yeah. That'd be... And I would be more scared to find this than an alien. You think so? I would be because if it looks anything like that, like the alien can take me. This oh. thing's going to hurt me. This thing is crazy. Yeah, this and thing it, is crazy. I, it didn't go into detail about the multicolored spikes, but I want to know what colors truly. <laughs> I do too. Like, did he have a balayage done or like. Was it a balayage? Was it a balayage? I need to know these things. Exactly. Was the. El Chupacabra sporting the pride flag. We need to know. (laughs) We need to know. We stand with him. The creature had attacked the family goat and drained the blood from its necks and as well as disemboweled the animal. Oh my God. Another resident of Canavanas, Madeline Tolentino, also claimed to have seen the modern cryptid. She and her mother observed the Chupacabra's for about three minutes one day as it halted on the sidewalk in front of their home. Brave. Yes. I told my mother I saw the devil she re-encountered. Tolentino described the creature as resembling a kangaroo without a tail, emphasizing its robust hind legs. She also made a note of the web-like membrane suspending beneath its short, chubby arms, like wings. Mm-hmm. This particular sighting was among several that involved multiple eyewitnesses and during this incident her husband and a fellow worker from the garage across the street attempted to capture it but the chubacabra managed to escape them before they could catch it 
missed opportunity, honestly. Mm-hmm. So Halloween 1995, the blood-sucking beast had taken on the terrors of Halloween to the next level. It had claimed five goats and 20 parakeets, sucking <laughs> them dead. Not the parakeets. Just so Not random. The parakeets. Oh my God. How did it get a hold of 20 of them? Right, like, like they can fly. <laughs> I know. And also, like, how would a kangaroo body fly? I have questions of the aerodynamics of the creature. It's so interesting, like, the differences. Like, Bigfoot, everybody has, like, vaguely the same description, right? They're, like, like eight to ten feet tall, hairy boobs if it's a girl. Boobs. Um, no, there's breasts on a Bigfoot sub. Did you not know that? No. Um, We'll get into it whenever we do our Bigfoot episode. (laughs) Um, But this one is so varied amongst its descriptive, like, details. It blows my mind. The mayor of Canavanas, Mayor Jose R. Soto, took these accusations very seriously, Savannah. He was quoted saying, this is not a joke. A number of my constituents have lost animals in the past few months. We're taking it very seriously because it's killing animals right now, but it could be people next. Oh my God, he was like literally jumping. Yes. <laughs> this thing's going from parakeets to like you. Yes, um, 100%. <laughs> so the government ended up launching like a very serious investigation into these nighttime attacks. And on top of that, Mayor Soto led a safari to locate the chubacabras. Yes. He gathered 200 townspeople, civil defense worker, armed police, and prison guards and combed through the thick foothills of the Caribbean National Forest using a goat in a cage as bait. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was a full-on safari. Although no beast was found, Mayor Soto still claimed the safari was a success. Because, Savannah, little do you know, you don't have to actually find the animal you're searching for for it to be a success. Oh, okay. I'm that's glad not to the know point. that. Okay, that's not the point. <laughs> so, this is a quote that Mayor Soto had. Whatever it is... Whatever it is knows that we're after it now, he said. And if you look at the pattern where the most recent attacks have taken place, you'll see it has not come back. Um, Adapting. He's smart. (laughs) It's all uh, Mayor Soto also claimed that they were close to catching the beast. He said that he could smell it like a pig farm, but even stronger. It has a smell now, too. I love Mayor Soto. He's I so do. Hinged. It's amazing. I, I love him. I so he was like up for re-election that year. So I think this was just his attempt to get re-elected. He was like, I care about the people. Here's a safari to show that I care. Um, but I still love the passion. It wasn't long before these sightings started to make their way to the US. The first US sighting took place in Miami in 1996. Ooh. Yes, Miami is a crazy jungle, so I get it. I would want to go there, too, if I was a chubacabra. Other sightings appearing in Mexico, Chile, Brazil, Spain, and Portugal. However, 
this bipedal is it bipedal yeah that sounds wrong sounds so wrong <laughs> this bipedal <laughs> this bipedal monster wasn't the only type of chupacabra sighting reported so there's like this original chupacabra sighting right um where it stood on two feet it was scaly and reptile like and people described it like a reptile kangaroo but these most like more recent chupacabra sightings had it standing on all four feet instead of two and they appeared to be more canine like and like but hairless but they're adapting to the environment they know to look less threatening they know what they're doing (laughs) they do so in 2000 a nicaragua rancher encountered an unusual creature while defending his goats ultimately injuring it with a shotgun so he shot it several days later a rancher hand stumbled upon the lifeless body of the animal this creature appeared hairless and somewhat canine in appearance. Remarkably, it was the first time that a tangible specimen was linked to the legend. Claims began to circulate in the media, suggesting it might be the result of genetic experimentation or crossbred between a wolf and a crocodile. Wolf and a crocodile? We don't even doesn't have make crocodiles sense. here. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. So crocodiles, as in reptilians, lay eggs. And mammals have skin babies. So, (laughs) so, platypus lay eggs, but they're mammals. But they're like the only ones. Yeah. So, what if the chupacabra is a platypus? The chupacabra is a giant platypus. We just unlocked this legend. Yes. Well, Sav, with that, this new image for the chupacabra was born. A lurking, monstrous canine. And over the years, there's been many reportings of the chupacabra. I've written down just um a, a handful of them, and I'm just going to go through them one by one. Rapid fire, essentially. All right, I'm ready. March 11, 1995, Orokovis. Eight sheep found dead. The animal had three strange marks or puncture holes in its chest that were described as completely <laughs> drained of blood. It could have been a a rake. It could have been a rake. That is a fact. August 1995, Canavis, Puerto Rico. Chupacabra blamed for death of about 150 animals. Oh my gosh. Sunday, November 19th, 1995, Puerto Rico. The Chups, as they're <laughs> so lovingly called. Not a herd. The Chups. The Chups is blamed in the death of dozens of turkeys, rabbits, goats, cats, dogs, and even horses and cows said to have ripped open the bedroom window of a house in the north central city, Cajuas, destroyed a stuffed teddy bear for no reason at all, and left a puddle of slime and a piece of rancid white meat on the windowsill. It's like a cat. He brought him a treat. Honestly, it probably was a cat. That's a good point. It had hairy arms and huge red eyes. Another attack came at about 7 a.m. And it just showed up and then poof, it vanished. Was this the mayor again that said that? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who that quote came from. This is directly from the website and they did not like give the name of of the quote. 
November 19th, 1995, 30 time, 35 times in three months. Canovanas, Puerto Rico. <laughs> Resident saw in one afternoon in his backyard when it came out of the bush and then bit the family dog. It, I think it belonged to the monkey family. It isn't exactly a monkey. Um, it ran like a monkey, but was on all, but it was four feet tall and it didn't have a tail. So interesting. Friday, December 15th, 1995, Puerto Rico. In one year, the chupacabra is thought responsible for at least a thousand killings, goats, sheep, cattle, chicken, and other animals. There are many eyewitness accounts. This creature is four to six feet tall, walks upright, is not humanoid, has large oval alien type eyes. It's an alien. It is an alien. December 1995, Puerto Rico. Animals died as the result of a single puncture, puncture mark found on some part of the body, which apparently drained them of blood. One photo shows a Siamese cat with a puncture mark through its skull. Oh, my God. I didn't add the photo because too sad. Um, but it's interesting, the very of like two puncture marks, one puncture mark, three puncture marks. It can't make up its mind. No, it can't. It's like a variety because it's adapting. It wants us to question it. Exactly. It does want to do it. <laughs> it's smarter than us. It is smarter than us. It's adapting. Yes. Thursday, May 2nd, Mexico. Many small mammals, dogs, etc. have been met with this tall animal-like being with three-toed feet and hands. A sloth. A sloth is essentially. Um, with forearms suspended at chest level, very similar to a kangaroo, it has rows of spikes or straight feather-like projections from its head and down its back that raise and lower and have been seen to glow with their own light. It has been seen taking off on all fours. The sucking device seems to be a tube-like projection from the mouth. This man is so concerned about the turtles in the ocean, he brought his own reusable straw. <laughs> We love a recyclable king. We do. <laughs> Amen. May 9th, 1996. Espinoza family. A front door was open and a creature was seen three to four feet high with scaly skin, clawed hands, red eyes, and a row of spines from the skull cap down to its back. The creature mumbled and gestured. So these spikes like are a very common attribute that it has. Okay. We're, let's jump a little bit, Sav. February 2017. Oh my God, it's been quiet for 21 <laughs> years. Well, there were some, like, I found, like, references that had talked about, there were spikes in 2004, 2007, 2009, but I couldn't really find, like, specific details about what happened. It was just, like, kind of, like, spikes. Um, So it, we're jumping. Victoria, Texas, 2017. On Highway 185 and Guadalupe Road in Victoria, Texas, a resident reportedly spotted a chupacabra. Following the tip of a Crossroad Today viewer, Crossroads Today viewer, the news station went to the location and found an animal lying on the side of the road. It had the paws of a dog and the body of a hyena. Could it have been an escaped hyena? Maybe. Who knows? 
Anything goes in Texas. Anything goes in Texas. May 2017, Honduras. By May 6, 2017, a creature had killed 35 animals in Monterey de Chiloma. Residents feared that the animal, which had disappeared as if by magic, would eventually hurt humans, especially children. Um, One individual saw it one day at 12.45 a.m. hearing after hearing noises. Struck by fear, he was unable to move and couldn't get a glimpse of the figure. But all animals began to drop to the floor. What does that mean? Just drop. I love how you just quit trying. I, there are some parts where I was like, I'm not going to disrespect this person by like not properly <laughs> saying their name. I love this. Thank you. July 2017, Riverside, California. In mid-July, when Carrie Shucker's cat raced inside their home, he looked outside and saw the ugliest looking thing staring That's at him. Rude as f- <laughs> no, I know. About 80 feet away. <laughs> With teeth jutting out in every direction, rippled skin, and a tail like a rat or a possum, Shucker said it looked nothing like a coyote. It was also at least two feet or more longer than the biggest coyote you've ever seen. Shucker's not the only one who spotted the creature in the Box Springs Mountain Territory. MJ Bunt, an early childhood educator, also saw the chupacabra this year. I thought, that is the strangest looking animal I have ever seen, she told the press enterprise about spotting it near her home. It had the ears of a deer, long snout, no hair, rat-like tail, long hindquarters. I thought it might be a sick coyote, a sick wolf, but it had too many different characteristics from any of them. The homeboy is sick. A sick. Savannah, even in May of 2022, the Texas Zoo had a chupacabra sighting, catching it on camera. Around 1.25 a.m., they captured a strange image on their security camera. Sav, pull up this link for you. Hey, I love how you took a break for COVID. He's recycling and he's taking care of himself. He said, I know what I need. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Please That's describe true. this. Please <laughs> describe this picture for us. This is, if nothing, I don't, okay. So he's about six ish feet tall. Um, <laughs> he has the head of a cat, of a Persian, Persian cat, yes. but with Billy Ray Cyrus's mullet. And he's very hairy and he's got the tail of Eeyore. Linky too. Well, yeah, he's a skinny boy. He was probably <laughs> sick. He's sick, Sabrina. He's we should sick. be worried. It's sick. And he looks like he's holding a hammer. <laughs> I thought it was a fork. His straw. His it's straw. He brought it. Oh, you <laughs> all photos. How do I get even more of these? he brought the straw he did he brought it because he's sweet i'm looking at the rest of the photos it's taking a minute the close-up ones are blurry i know i would if i caught that on a security camera i'd be shitting bricks let me tell you (laughs) 
Look what I found. <laughs> I like, I would be like, you will never catch me ever out there. Ever. Ever. So let's talk about some ex- explanations for this Platypus. mysterious cryptonite. Adaptable. <laughs> Adaptable. Hybrid. <laughs> yes. As I mentioned earlier, Sab, bodies have been found. Scientists have examined the bodies, and most of them have just turned out to be coyotes with severe mange. Oh, my God. Sadly. If you don't know what mange is, um, it's a painful and sometimes fatal skin disease that animals can develop. This disease causes their hair to fall out and skin to shrivel, among many other symptoms. Um, I attached, like, a coyote with mange picture for you, Sab, so you can reference. Oh, that's um, sad. This will also be posted on our social media, even though it's sad. So this explanation seems to be enough for most scientists, and they don't really care to like look much further into this cryptid. To even further this theory, Kevin Keel, a wildlife disease specialist at the University of Georgia, had seen multiple images of these alleged monsters and has instantly recognized them as coyotes. If chupacabras are actually just coyotes, then this explains the attack on farm animals because, you know, they would be attacking farm animals. Mm. But how does it explain the blood being drained from them? Scientists have found that some diseases and infections can kill perfectly healthy animals and their fresh corpses are perfect food sources for blood-sucking insects there had to be millions to like clear a cow of blood and like all those parakeets can't be the work of one bug or it's mothman (laughs) coming to suck their blood (laughs) that's not an actual theory it's my theory they could be or maybe the drained of blood aspect is just an exaggeration of this myth i mean And for the animals being split open as if they were cut with a knife, that can be explained by the gases that expand in the animals' bodies when they die. These gases can split them open with almost surgical precision. Hmm. The director of International Zoo Cryptozoology Museum in Portland, Maine, Lauren Coleman, did in fact agree with many of the chupacabra sightings that can be explained away as a dog or coyote with mage. However, Coleman was also quoted saying, it's certainly a good explanation, but it doesn't mean it explains the whole legend. For example, in 1995, there were more than 200 chupacabra sightings in Puerto Rico, and the people described them as uncanny-like creatures. They described them as bipedal creatures that stood around three feet tall and were covered in short gray hair, also having spikes protruding from its back. This was the original form of the chubacabra. Now, this description has shifted and morphed into a more mangy coyote description. So what could explain this original form of the creepy cryptid? Monkeys, Savannah. Oh my God, it's all about the monkeys. Bet you weren't expecting that. I wasn't. One theory suggests that a group of, I don't know how to pronounce this monkey name, Rhesus? Rhesus? Rhesus. Rhesus peanut butter cups. Um, One theory suggests that Rhesus monkeys escaped Puerto Rico. 
Coleman recounts that there was a population of these monkeys being used in blood experiments in Puerto Rico during the spike in sightings. It is possible that a troop could have got loose. So maybe it's the monkeys. What? But what if something more otherworldly was at play? I knew aliens would be part of this. Why does this alien have tits? Oh, you're about to find out. (laughs) Oh my god! Many descriptions of the chupacabra can look almost alien-like, and there are some that suggest these creatures are pets of aliens that have escaped to Earth, or maybe they're genetic experiments that have escaped the alien scientists. Makes sense. Makes so much sense. Additionally, in the summer of 1995, there was an alien horror film called Species released in Puerto Rico. And the date of the movie release coincides with the first spike in chupacabra reports in Puerto Rico. Additionally, if you compare these pictures of the original chupacabra and Natasha Hinstrig's monster's character, you will be able to see the similarities in the spikes on their back. Right? Oh, my God. So maybe people were just like, mass hysteria because of this monster movie. But why the boobs? Um, Because everything women do is sexualized, Savannah. <laughs> These are very sexy aliens just coming out. Yes. um, But maybe it's like the clown sightings. People started dressing up like chupacabras because of this movie. <laughs> they liked it so much. But Savannah, I have one final question to ask you. Yes. Do you think the chubacabra is real? This is a toughie. Toughie? A toughie. I'm I'm not gonna say they're not real. Okay. I do not personally think that this is true. Wait, you just said you weren't gonna say it's not real. I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna say it's not real for other people. I just don't know. Mm. I don't know. I that's see that's why it's a toughie. Um like, do I think that this is the best explanation for it? No, but like, I'm not going to discredit. I'm like 97% sure chupacabras aren't real, but there's 3% that could, I don't know, could be interesting. Not never going to say they're not real. I have 3% belief that it could be, but 97% says no. I'm going to say they're not real. I think that it's mangy dogs and coyotes that's what i think the real explanation is of chupacabras respect personally i just think and i think the mass hysteria of a horror release film coinciding with the like spike in sightings that makes sense to me it does but i also don't want to keep discrediting my mom's story of seeing a herd of chupas good point in a good point so i don't want to i'm gonna give her the three percent smart i like it i like it well sav how many days do we have until halloween 42 42 42 42. that's so crazy and this week is fall we are rolling into official calendar fall season so forget have you looked at the weather yet um i think there's a spike this week of warm weather and then it gets cooler right yes so it's like gonna be almost 90 but it's okay it's okay i'm still participating heck yeah 
And we can enjoy a little bit of warmth and sunshine before cool sets in. That's mm. fine. Um, but to celebrate the first day of fall upon us, Savannah, I picked out a special little poem. Yay. It's I called special little poems. Oh my gosh, thank you. Oh my god. It's called Come Little Leaves by George Cooper. Well, that's sexy. You're welcome. <laughs> I feel like you should read it because you have your sexy sick voice. <laughs> if you if you feel comfortable. I practiced once, but like I feel confident in you. Okay. Get a good rhythm. So this is Come Little Leaves by George Cooper. Come little leaves, said the wind one day. Come over the meadows with me and play. Put on your dresses of red and gold, for summer is gone and the days grow cold. Soon as the leaves heard the wind's loud call, down they came fluttering, one and all. Over the brown fields they danced and flew, singing the little songs they knew. Cricket, goodbye. We've been friends for so long. Little brook, sing us your farewell song. Say you are sorry to see us go. Ah, you will miss us, right well we know. Dancing and whirling, the little leaves went. Winter had called them, and they were content. Soon fast asleep in their earthy beds, the snow laid cover lid over their heads. I'm going to cry. That was beautiful. Oh my God. For real? so good. I'm going to start doing audiobooks only when I'm sick. Please. I would listen to all of them. So there's like a, a very big section of Amazon where it's like free smut, basically. And I could just go on. What? There is No. For real, if you get on like Amazon Prime reading, it's just like get out. There's some here. I'll do the cryptid covers of these, so it's more in line with our podcast. Hold on. There's cryptid smut. There's cryptid smut. Hold on, hold on. I knew there was a book about falling in love with the Mothman. <laughs> oh, so crazy. Hold on, let me look. Wicked as a sin, wicked lovers, a bear shifter, biker, standalone romance. Guy turns into a bear. Stranded what? with the wolf. A faded mate's werewolf romance. No, thank you. The hotline psychic. A group of yes. wealthy snobs make the mistake of battling a hotline sexy psychic. Oh my gosh. Starstruck. The moon and stars werewolf shifter romance. And then banging the reaper. Shut up. Hearts. <laughs> no 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 to find a mate a faded mate wolf shifter paranormal romance celebrity witch a new adult witch paranormal romance adult witch adult witch that sounds like a halloween costume <laughs> there's so many more on there but i should start reading those right yeah 100 mm-hmm. percent. you should just when you're sick though only when i'm sick only when you're sick <laughs> Well, if you guys like this episode, you can check out our podcast anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Um, you can subscribe to our episodes and you can leave us a five-star review. Yeah, on our OnlyFans page now. <laughs> on Savannah's <laughs> sexy OnlyFans page and on 
Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and on Facebook. Speaking of our Facebook page, you can like our Facebook page if you just search for Slightly Scary Podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at Slightly Scary Pod and on TikTok at Slightly Scary Pod. Until next time, keep it scary. Slightly scary. Sabrina. What? The chupacabra is the Collins, but an animal form. <laughs> but the Collins are vegetarians. Yes, but they suck the blood out of animals, like deer. So just like vampires? Yeah, oh, so these oh, are oh, okay, yes. Like a vampire vegetarian dogs. I don't know why I thought that, because um, I know that vegetarian vampire diet means animals, but I don't know why I thought that. I was just like thinking Sucks the human blood vegetarian. Out of, out of celery. Out of carrots. <laughs> it just juices. <laughs> just juices. <laughs> I just feel like we need that that difference. <laughs> How tall is Kevin Hart? <laughs> We should have a, a TV show called Unlocking Legends with Savannah and Sabrina. Oh my god. Trademark. That's our next move. That's our next move. Unlocking Legends where but, we bust legends right now. I open. know. We like go to swamps. Yeah. And then we just walk around with like a ghost. Just swamps. Cage. We don't yeah. go anywhere else. <laughs> just swamps. that's where the legends are. And we have a goat in a cage. No. No. We have a cage full of parakeets. Yeah. And we're just walking around and being like we know what's up and like nothing's happening we have so many flashlights on us just all flashlights in the daylight too like in for the daylight and i have a machete i have a machete yes mm-hmm. yes yes and yep. a fan boat. i love it we travel by fan oh boat. yeah of course we do but we have our own personal guide to Who guide us that? on the fan boat um don't know we don't know him he's just a local that's all they call him is the local can we bring Mayor uh, Sato out Soto. of retirement? Yes, yes, yes. Mayor Soto knows how to lead a safari. He will guide us. Probably never been in a swamp in his life, and he's probably never. <laughs> but he knows what's he would... up. But he knows how to navigate a jungle, so I'm sure the skills translate. He knows what the chupacabra smells like, and I feel he like knows that's what gives us the leg up on the rest of the competition. Yes, absolutely.